Hey, hey, episode 16. Hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. I don't know why that made me think of that. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Lulu Picard. Hi, I'm Allison Burns. And this is 10K, 10K Dollar Day. Day, 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 Yes, with the reverb. You like that? It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is your favorite podcast where we make up ways to spend $10,000 in a city and just dream about knowing what it all means. Yes. Um, so this is episode 16. Now, Allison and I are kind of in a time warp situation because we're trying to preload a bunch of episodes since I'm going out of the country and we don't know how easy it's going to be to tape while I'm gone. So to you, everyone at home, it's April 11th. And to us, we're still in March. And I can't tell you how much of a mind flip that is for me. Like I, I understand yeah. it's a really simple concept, but it still kind of throws me off completely. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. Just yeah. a little, but we're going to work you, through What's it. all that noise in the background? What do you hear? It's like crunching. Crunching? Like, quick, quick. Yeah. It was like quick, 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 quick. Like you were opening candy. Oh, well, I'm not. Yeah, that. Oh, What's that? Well, they don't hear it. It's on the headphones that I'm using to talk to you. Oh. I think, I think these headphones are, well, I'll get that when I go get my hard drive today. <laughs> I guess I'll buy new, <laughs> new headphones. Um, so funny. We've talked about the fact that we don't have a producer, but in case anybody's wondering what our extremely high-tech process is that we use to record, I'm going to tell you what it is because you too can be a podcaster. Um so <laughs> Allison and I talk to each other on the phone, like a normal phone call. We both have headphones yes. in. And then we each have our garage band up. We both are Mac users, so we both have garage band up and our microphones and we record one half of the conversation and then I <laughs> and then I'm sure there's a more elegant way to do this. Greg Monteith is going to hate this portion of the podcast. I know. Um then uh, this is what I do. I take that file and I go share and then I go share to iTunes and then I have to uh-huh. put that file onto my desktop and then I have to drag that file into our Dropbox. Yes. That and then is all and correct. then what do you do when the file's in the Dropbox? I download it to my computer and then it goes into my iTunes and then I pull it into my garage band that already has mine that I make them the files big so I can line them up so that our voices match and our comments match and then I go through and I edit out any weird spots or um, hiccups or if somebody coughs or anything weird and then I add in the intro and the outro music and uh, then I export it as an mp3 and upload it to our server and boom we're podcasters (laughs) <laughs> Look how far we've come. I know, right? It's pretty and it's and we just do it. It's like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, there have been multiple times where I don't have really great Wi-Fi. Like when we were recording and I was on that ship in Hawaii, it required me oh, to yeah. like find the right um the right deck on the right the right side of the ship so that I was nearer to land than I was farther from land. And then like yeah you know, just desperately try. I had to tether my Wi-Fi to my phone and then try to, it was a lot. Um, yeah. But we're making it every Wednesday. <laughs> that's how it gets to that's you. That's right. That's um, right. So that's our process. Uh, 
And in the meantime, what's your obsession? My obsession this week is something that I just had and I am obsessed. It's another food thing. It's a sushi burrito. You got your sushi. Yeah, but it's in a burrito. In a what kind of what kind of wrap is it? It's it's like a giant sushi roll. But I mean is it a tortilla or is it no, just no, no. shaped it's, um, like a like burrito. rice paper? Oh. Yeah. But it's the white the clear kind. What's yeah, that yeah. kind? Like yeah. Yeah. And it has um oh gosh, it's so good. It had tuna, crab, uh tempered shrimp. Uh, avocado, pokey sauce, uh, a few other things, but it's all wrapped up and it's just delicious. That sounds awesome. I love them so much. Where did you get it? It's called the Sushi Spot. Do they serve regular sushi or is it all burritos all the time? Yes, they okay. do sell regular ones, but not. that's not what they like specialize in. All right. Um, I've seen pictures of them because I think it was like a big trend in New York a couple years ago and Uh I, and I never went to go get one. I I don't, I'm not averse to it. I just haven't done it yet. But with your recommendation, you'll have to come. It's so good. Um, that's what I'm going to ask for in Japan. Yeah. Could you imagine if I was like, but do you have it? Like a burrito? burrito? They would say, get out of our country. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, my obsession is also a food. Okay. It's a very simple food. I feel it is um it is an under an underappreciated wonder of our food. Oh. Eggs. It's what? Eggs. Oh, eggs. My sister and I are united on I was this. Like surely that's not all. Oh, no. It's just eggs. And I just want to bring up that you can cook eggs so many different ways. If you really think about it, the amount mm-hmm. of ways that you can cook eggs, the different textures, they kind of all taste different, cook different ways, is incredible. Plus, they can like bind things when they bake. Like you know, like, you put yeah. it into meatloaves to bind thing, or you put it into cakes and you put it into all these other things. They're kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, my sister and I are like <laughs> we're a little egg crazy when we're together. So every time we go eat somewhere, especially for breakfast, we just order tons of eggs. And then we talk about so funny. how nobody else loves eggs as much as we do. Like it's My a three-year-old really does, thing. I have to say. What's every her- morning, she asks for an egg, and I give her three options. I said, you want it bouncy, squishy, or scrambled? What's bouncy? Bouncy is hard-boiled. What's squishy? Squishy is when it's like um, over easy, so she can you know, poke a hole and it runs everywhere. Oh, yes. Okay. And then, yeah. And then scrambled is scrambled. And she, every day, I'll have some, this morning she had two hard-boiled eggs. Mm, See, that's great. Yeah. She's a big fan. Well, I love them. So to all fellow egg lovers out there, you're not alone. (laughs) I'm with you. Uh, Uh, Do you have a wish list item? I do. And again, kind of has to do with food, but I wish that I had a personal chef. Oh, like I wish that I had someone who, when I woke up in the morning, made my coffee and my breakfast and gave it to me and then made me a lunch to go and then just made me like a dinner that was even just already in my fridge that when I come home, I can just heat it up. Do you want them to pick what you're eating every day or do you want to order it? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I don't care what it is. I mean, we could go over like my likes and dislikes, but then you can just surprise me. Because if somebody else does it for me, I will eat it. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to eat it. Someday maybe you can afford um, one of those. Do you hear that? Yeah, what is it? (laughs) Okay. Sounds like a child's toy. (laughs) I can't believe we're being interrupted again by something random, but... That is my parents' doorbell. I'm recording this oh. from my parents' house in Orlando. Oh, I didn't realize you were back in Orlando. But the reason that I'm not getting up to get the door is that I would say a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, my parents needed to change out their doorbell. And so they did. And they got a super fancy doorbell where you can change the songs and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so my parents picked this da 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 That's what they picked. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it only goes off when people near us open their garage doors. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it never goes off when you push the button. And sometimes it'll just <laughs> randomly give you um, a doorbell sound like a boom, boom. Like that, but again, no one's ever at the door. Now the funny thing is, whenever that song starts, the da 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 dun da 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 dun, my mom and I sing. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. And we never know if someone is at the door, but we always know if someone's not at the door. That is so crazy. And they won't fix it. I don't understand. I keep going, are you going to fix your doorbell? But they think it's funny. And I'm like, yeah, but it's actually supposed to serve a purpose. And they miss packages all the time because people are ringing the doorbell that doesn't work. Anyway, that's That's what that is. That's so funny. Isn't that crazy? That's really funny. What I was going to ask you is... At some point, have you ever looked into, and I know they're expensive, but have you ever looked into getting like one of those food delivery situations, like a Blue Apron thing or a HelloFresh? I have, but yeah, um, Chris is not on board with those, so it's been a hard sell. Okay. Yeah, but I would totally do it. Well, especially because um, you're cooking a little more now, so it might be fun for you to have something laid out where you don't really Mm -hmm. have to think and you can just do it. Um. Come on, Chris, get on board. I know, right? Uh, my wish list item is a really good pair of sunglasses. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I, um, I'm i really picky about the lenses and sunglasses because I think that they're, uh, they're super important, like the actual lens that you're looking through. So I don't, I don't like it to be too plasticky feeling. I prefer Ray-Ban lenses. And it also can't be so wiry that I can't put it in my hair without catching my hair. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So I'm really picky about sunglasses. So we'll we'll, well see. And if that I comes would up. love to find. I mean, since we're talking about sunglasses, I would love to find some that don't always leave giant imprints on my nose. Do you always have the kind that have nose pads? No, I don't. I don't have any that have that. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and I always take them off, and I've got these giant things on my nose. And so I have to – I actually – when I drive to, like, Orlando for an audition, I have to time out that I have to take my sunglasses off and just deal with the sun for, like, the last 20 minutes of my drive. So by the time I get to the audition, I don't look crazy and have lines on my face. Seriously? Yes. It's so annoying. Is it pushing your nose in or is it pushing down on your nose? 
It's just right where, like where your eye, like where it would sit on the top of your nose. Yeah. It's just little indentions there, but they're indented enough to where, you know, it's very noticeable and looks weird. That's weird. I know. I've never noticed it on you if that helps. I don't know. Okay. Well, we're going to solve that somehow. Okay. We'll figure it out. Um, I think it's time to go into 10K days. All right. Let's do it. All right. So uh, do you want to go first? Do you not want yeah, to go Yeah, I'll go first. All right. Do it. All right. So I actually found this place because I was scrolling through Facebook and another friend of mine uh, posted a picture of this place and it said, OMG, I want to live here. Mm. And I looked at it and I was like, that is, it looks out of a storybook. It looks like it's from Hansel and Gretel. It was gorgeous. So I click on it and I immediately was like, that's where I'm going next. And it's Guythorn Village in the Netherlands. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Well, it's often referred to as Little Venice because it's mostly car-free and it's known for its boat-filled waterways. That sounds amazing. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. All of these like old thatched roof houses are right there on the water and everyone has a boat that just sits in their lawn and they just get in the boat to go everywhere. So there's no car noises uh, and the grass is just lush. It's beautiful. And do they have canals? Like when I'm thinking of Venice, I can see the canals. Yes. It's all canals. There are some footpaths and bicycle trails as well, but there's no roads. It says you actually have to park outside of the village, um, and then you take a boat to get to wherever you're staying. Oh, I really want to go. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, Okay, so uh, it has over 180 bridges as well, so you can walk the town, Mm -hmm. and there's only a little under 3,000 people that even live there. So it's oh very small. Goodness. Okay. I found, and we can totally do this, Lulu. Okay. It's an Airbnb, and it's called the Landgoed de Sater. I'm probably just butchering these Dutch words, but, um, and it's actually a mile and a half away from um, the mainland of Guythorn, but the guests are pick up, picked up by the owner in a boat and are taken to this villa, and it is 14 bedrooms. <gasps> Yeah. They have 36 beds total. (laughs) We could bring everybody we know. I know. 10 bathrooms. Okay. There is um, a disco and sound system. Oh, uh, that was unexpected. Uh huh. I know, right? And outside, it's an, there's like one of those old windmills that's, it's the ones that are like close to the ground that I think churn water instead of air. Um, Yes, yes, yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, but they're beautiful. For two nights, it's only $3,113. And there's 14 rooms, 36 yeah. beds? Oh, so if you yes. divide that by a bunch of people, we can totally do it. Absolutely. It even said that this is ideal for large groups. Um, I mean... Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if you want to use their boats, though, it's an extra uh, $300. So 150 a day. So I just tack that on. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to stay there. I'm going to just, I don't know, sleep in a different bed every hour. Um, and then I'm going to wake up. I'm going to take the boat to breakfast, and I'm going to a place called Het Wappen van Guythorn. Mm-hmm. And, oh, just so you know, 
everything was in Dutch. So it took me a long time to figure out how to actually translate because I'm telling you, my thing does not have a translate button. Well, I told you, you have to use the Chrome browser. I did. I found it. I found it. I don't like how it looks, but I did eventually find out how to use Chrome. I had to download the whole program. Okay. 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 So it worked. So I'm going to go to this place and it says... Um, it has Dutch delicacies from our region with traditional bitterballen. Bitterballen? Do you know what that is? No, I've never okay. even heard of it. I think it's just like an assortment of cheese, sausage, and olives. Cheese, sausage, with five bitterballen mustard sauces. So it's like a like a charcuterie plate. Yeah, but they call it bitterballen. Okay, I'm guessing. Okay, so that whole tray is only eighteen dollars and forty two cents. Oh, is this a cheap place to vacation? Yes. Well, and here's the thing. I even had to uh, convert the Dutch. I think they use euros. I'm not sure, but whatever it is. Um, and so all the prices are really weird. So it's like, four, you know, like 42 cents because it's all really random. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it's very cheap. Then I also got the Bittering Garden, which is a mix of snacks. There's 14 pieces and it doesn't tell you what the snacks are, but it's just 14 different snacks what? for $11.03. Okay. Surprise you. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Okay. They also have a gift shop there, and it says, um, it's a great place to get inspiration for a gift, souvenir, or fun living and cooking ideas. They sell coffee, herbs, and oils that you've tasted already. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah. And so I, I just said I was going to spend like 100 bucks there. So total for the breakfast and the gift shop, I'm going to spend with t- with tip $141.26. Oh, that's a good breakfast bill. Yeah. I mean, but that was with a hundred bucks at the gift shop. Yeah, but still. It was really only $40. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. After that, I'm going to go to the Museum Geithorn Old Matus. And mm-hmm. it's a living museum. What? So they have a living museum. Do you know what that is? Mm, does it mean it changes in some way? No, it's actors. They reenact scenes. <gasps> really? Yeah. Okay, so tell me. I'm I'm shocked that something like that is in a town so small. I know. But tell me about it. Says it. They, they, it just says that um, the actors reenact scenes from Guythorn's past, and it allows visitors to experience the village's rich rural... Rural? Rural? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard word to say. I can't say that word or the word about, rural. I also Wait, can't say, say the it? place where you, you say it. Um, get beer. Where beer is made. A bar? No, where beer is made. Where beer is brewed. Brewed. Brewery. I can't say that. No, but say rural. <laughs> <laughs> you try it. I think I'm going to sound stupid. Um, rural. No. Rural. Well, how do you say it? I think it's r- rural. Rural. <laughs> wait, wait, stop making me laugh. Um, rural. Roar. Okay. Rural. Rural. Why can't I say it now? I don't know. Rural. Anyway, urban the and village rural. is rich urban history. <laughs> no, urban makes the, is totally opposite of rural. <laughs> Okay, what's another word for rural? Countryside? Experience the village's rich countryside history. Love it. Okay, to get into the museum, only $7.39. Okay. 
And then they have a museum store and they have Dutch sweets, household items, greeting cards, small traps. Traps? Books T-R-A-P-S? Yeah. Mm, traps. Okay. But remember that this is like Google Translate. Oh, okay. It says books and many more surprising items. Well, the oh. traps were pretty surprising. I know. So I'm going to spend $100 there. Um, so the museum total is $107.39. <laughs> um, then I'm going to spend a few hours there. Then I'm going to this place called Holland's Veniti. And you can do a packed lunch. So you can get them to pack you a picnic basket of a lunch. And then you take a boat cruise. And they give you a tour of the Guythorn Village. On the on the boat. On now, the boat. Now, do they have... A, While you eat. But do they have... Um, do they have fancy specific boats like they do in Venice? You know how you can picture in Venice those open air little gondolas with the man on there the are, back? Uh, they don't look very that fancy. They have some that look like, you know, fancy canoes uh-huh. or ones that would hold like up to like eight to ten people where you can sit next to each other. Almost like um, like Pirates of the Caribbean oh, boats. Oh, okay. That, that's what they look like. Or they do have some that are covered, but it still doesn't look... They're not like elaborate. They're just normal looking. Okay. Um, so the two lunches, um, oh, well, because I got two different packed lunches lunches because they had lunch package A and B, and I liked both of them. So I'm going to just take both and pick from them. So, That's my girl. Um, they have ham, cheese, uh, muscat salad, a piece of fruit, gravy, and a can of fresh. What's the gravy for? I don't know, but do you know what? Probably the ham. Oh. What's fresh? I don't know, but both of the lunches say it includes a can of fresh. Not fresh something, just fresh. A can of fresh. Maybe it's the name of like a local carbonated drink or something. Maybe. But then the second one says it also includes a packet of milk. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Mars. Oh, that's a chocolate bar. Oh, okay, okay. So um, both of those are about $30 altogether. Mm -hmm. And then the cruise is only $9.24, and that's for an entire hour on this boat. And it says, experience Guythorn at its best. Enjoy the the houses, the countless bridges, and the characteristic appearance of the village. They'll give you like an hour tour as you eat your lunch. Okay. So once I get off the boat after lunch, I'm going to go on a Solex tour. Do you know what that is? Uh, I've never even heard that word before. It's like a moped. What makes it different than a moped? Oh, I mean, it is a moped. Oh, okay, it is a moped. Got it. Yeah, because it says um, Solex driving is a hilarious activity for young and old. Hilarious? We all- that's what it says. Remember, Google Translate. Who knows? But it says it's a hilarious activity. We offer you the opportunity to rediscover the moped. <laughs> I, I don't know. It says during the trip of about 25 kilometers, you will discover Guythorn and surroundings in a fun way. But pay attention. We drive with authentic Solexes. A splash of oil or dirt can be released. So think about appropriate clothing and footwear. Hmm. And and you have to have a driver's license. 
So, have you ever driven a moped? No. I rented one in France with a bunch yeah. of friends, and I crashed mine. What's <laughs> so mean, hard about it? It wasn't bad. It was. Um, it it takes off faster. It it just took off faster than I was oh. ready for it to take off. Oh like, my god, that's so. Crazy. We had already gone, you know, from one town to another. So I'd already driven it um, a significant amount, and then, um, you know, just it just crashed into a sign. That's so funny. We were like, whoops. <laughs> and I, had, I sure had to pay to get that front panel replaced. Oh, no. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, you know, it. I didn't like crash, crash. It just kind of ran into a sign and then dented it. Yeah. But um, they are fun. They're a lot of fun. I would do it again, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. this, um, for the whole experience, is $72.71. Okay. So not bad. Okay, so after I do that for a few hours, I'm going to actually do an early dinner because I have something else planned. So I'm going to go to, now this, Lulu. <sighs> I feel like we could save money on the Airbnb, but then we have to go spend money on what I'm about to do. Okay. It's called the De Lind... Oh, let me try it again. De Lindenhof? De Lindenhof. De Lindenhof. What is and it? And it's actually a restaurant, hotel, and lodge, but I'm just going for the restaurant. Um, okay, this restaurant is one of the best restaurants in the Netherlands. Oh. The chef, Martin, um, he has two Michelin stars, which is, I think, really good it in the good. Uh, yeah. in the uh, culinary world. Uh-huh. And it says he ensures that every guest is spoiled. <gasps> I love that word. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, as a kid, you're like, oh, spoiled is so bad. But as an adult, I'm like, I want to be spoiled. You know what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's this. It's so great. Okay, so I'm going to start off, and they have a few options. I'm I'm definitely ordering way too much food, but I'm just doing it because yeah, I have okay. so much money to spend. I have faith in you. So they, they have the option of doing a few dishes a la carte. So if you do four dishes, it's $129. And Mm -hmm. they have tons to choose from, but I actually picked out four things that I have never tried ever Mm -hmm. as kind of like, hey, I'm just going to do it. So one is the quail salad. One is pigeon. Uh Uh-huh. One is re, R-E-E. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Do you? Yeah. And one is oxtail. What? Did you look up what re was? No. But it says (laughs) underneath red beet and beech mushroom. But I don't know if that means it's in the re- no, I think it's, it's probably what it's served with. Served with. R-E-E. R-E-E. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up. I okay, mean, look I it up. That, yep, I'm going to do it right now. Okay, and then I'm going to do caviar. And it's three types of caviar. Guess how much it is. $243.99. Sounds awesome. And it says it's served per 50 grams. Mm-hmm. Something like that. R-E-E, um, you said? Yeah, R E E. I I don't see it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well maybe I don't know because it's Google Translate. I'm gonna put re Dutch and see if that comes up with anything. Um, Did you put like re Dutch recipe or something? Oh the Hans Re came up. He's a Dutch chest grandmaster. Um <laughs> I'm gonna look. Oh wait, there's something called re Drummond. That's a person. 
Oh. (laughs) 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 Who is that? I've never heard of that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, wait. Refood? Tell me the whole thing again. Say, Say the whole description. It says re, red beet slash beach mushrooms. Oh, no. Because it could mean raw, but that doesn't make sense. Well, I don't know. It's going to be a complete surprise to you when you get served, whatever that is. But I'm proud of you for ordering it because you don't, you literally don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And neither do I. Okay, so then you heard about the caviar, right? Yes, sounds lovely. Super expensive. Okay. They said then for their main courses, they have a daily changing four-course menu, and the menu is actually told to you at the table. Okay. Um, which I thought, which I was about to do, but then I looked down and they have what they call Martin's Choice. So who's, it's, it says, it's a surprise. He's the chef, oh, the Michelin okay. chef. It's a surprise menu of 12 small hallways. That's what it translated to. Hallways? Hallways. Okay. Okay. Go on. A a 12, so 12 small hallways. But I think it just means like trays maybe or like, you know what I mean? Small dishes, small plates, small something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it says the menu can only be ordered um, one per table, which is great because. Why? It's just me. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's like. He, he doesn't have enough of the ingredients. I don't know. Okay. But I'm going to do the surprise. I'm going to do the Martin's Choice. And so that is $184.84. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to do, they have tons of desserts, but then they have one that's called the Dessert Parade. And it's a parade of different small desserts served in their own way. Isn't that fun? I Yeah, I don't... Un- but there's like no clues at all. I know. That's what, what I that like. Is. I just like to be surprised. Okay. Bring well, it to me. It's really funny because your wish list was a personal chef who would just cook for you and you oh, didn't yeah. have to choose it. And so that it's funny that this is your restaurant. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to be like, here, eat this. And I'm like, all right, I'll try it. Yeah. Because I don't like to make decisions. Okay. So that's $80. And then they didn't have a drink menu, but I'm just going to guess I'm going to spend like a hundred bucks because there's no cars. So I don't so have to So you can drink whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a hundred bucks. And then with tip, this entire meal, $885.40 for one person. Well, no, probably not. It could probably feed like four, but. Wow. Crazy. You ordered a lot of food. I did order a lot of food. Probably okay. enough for four people. Okay, so I did that pretty early in my day. Not too early, probably like six, seven. So um, I looked around. Guythorn is beautiful, but there's really, that's about it. There's some museums. There's a natural park and restaurants. Like that's all there is because it's just quaint. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there's no way. Like I'm not, I'm barely like past four grand right now. Right. So I looked up. Um, just different cities that were around. And what I didn't realize was how close Amsterdam was. <gasps> okay. So I, they have from Guythorn, they already have it already there. There's a boat and bus trip to Amsterdam, which is only an hour and a half away. And total it's $111. And it takes you on a boat to a bus and the bus to Amsterdam. So I'm going to do that. For the evening. I'm going to Amsterdam for just for the evening. I love that. 
And so there's a really cool shopping area in Amsterdam called Nine Little Streets. Mm-hmm. And it says it's a quaint, picturesque canal district area featuring vintage and designer boutiques and cozy cafes. And it's open 24 hours. Oh. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, the shopping will probably be closed. And I saw that and I was like, oh, my God. So I'm going to do some nighttime shopping. And I said I'm going to spend $1,000 on these vintage and designer boutiques. That's awesome. So I'm just going to go shopping. Then after that, I'm going to go to a wine bar and it's called Divino. And I'm going to order a bottle of wine to drink, um, which is the Aramondella Valpolcatella Classico Benedetti Veneto. It's <laughs> perfect. So authentic. That is $69. Uh-huh. And I'm going to drink that there, but then I'm going to buy two bottles to go. I'm going to do a sparkling wine, which is... Um, Mela Semato Extra Brut Contrato Piedmont uh-huh. for $89. And then a red wine, which is a Barlow Canubu Ciro at Biasta for $79. <laughs> and so total, my wines are $284.40 okay. with tip. I- I'm confused. So yes. you you drank a bottle at the wine bar and yes. then you purchased then bought two. two to bring home. Okay, got yes. it. Okay, so then, so I did shopping, I did wine, so I spent a few hours there. Now I'm going to go back. So I'm going to take the boat and bus back to, to uh, uh, Guy Thorne, which is another $111.77, mm-hmm. and I go back to my little cozy Airbnb on the water, mm-hmm. and my total is $6,163.28. You don't have to be sad about that. Yeah, I mean, it's not too bad. It's it would have been bad. much less if I didn't go to Amsterdam. But it's still, it is worth it. That's still an amazing trip. I've never even heard of that place. I know. It's so pretty. Yeah, that's I wonder incredible. how much a plane ticket would cost. I don't know. We're going to have to figure that this prop, This is our problem. Now there's so many things we want to do. I know. It's crazy. I wanna, I'm, I'm telling you, I want to make like a spreadsheet and like just go through these and just start going. All right. Well, my 10K day is really exciting because you and I have been trying to figure out how we can get away for a little bit and do some 10k stuff. Yes. And this might be a place we could do it. <gasps> okay. 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 I'm listening. Um, I'm going to New Orleans. Oh yes. Yeah. New Orleans, Louisiana. Really excited. I've been kind of wanting to do this for a while, but first in March, it was Mardi Gras season and I've been to New Orleans a couple times. But I have to tell you, I hate Bourbon Street. Okay. Um, have you ever been to New Orleans? I have been through it. I have never been as an adult, though. Like, because I have, my dad was born and raised in Livingston, Louisiana. Uh huh. So I've been through it, around it, but never like there right. to like I, experience it. I guess you're right. I've never been as an adult. I went, um, but to me, Bourbon Street smells like a bar. You know, that bar smell that old beer, old water smell? Yeah. That to me is what Bourbon Street is. However, mm. everything else about New Orleans I love. So yeah. this is my New Orleans trip that has nothing to do with Bourbon Street. Okay. Um, I love that. I know. I'm going to stay at the Hotel Monteleone, okay. which is in the French Quarter and has a view of the French Quarter. And it's historic. All of these famous authors have gone through there or written about it. It's just kind of one of the like the big famous hotels in New Orleans. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stay in the Tennessee Williams suite. Ooh. Um, he featured the hotel Monteleone in his play, The Rose Tattoo. Okay. So um, it's a large suite with a wet bar, living room, dining area, a king bedroom, a jacuzzi garden tub, um, all that kind of stuff. Until Oof. Williams purchased a fine mansion in the French Quarter, he often stayed at Hotel Monteleone. So this is one of his places that he used to live. Yeah. Um, the suite's huge. It offers a magnificent view of the French Quarter. You can also order stuff to be waiting for you in your room. So I oh, did. I yeah. ordered um, a 15-piece collection of macaroons. <gasps> oh. mm-hmm. I ordered four hand-dipped chocolate strawberries. And oh. I ordered a bottle of Moetien Dondam. So oh, my goodness. with that uh, collection waiting for me, plus my room for two nights... I'm already up to $3,949.73. So I'm almost at $4,000. Just to let you know, I've been having a really good streak lately with like 9K days. This is not a 9K day at all. Okay, yeah. I felt the same way. Yeah. Um, All right. Breakfast, I'm having it at Brennan's because it's the most famous breakfast in the city. Everyone says to go there, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a Cajun Bloody Mary. I'm going to have two of them. Mm. Um, I'm going to have the red currant blintz, which is house-made crepes filled with lightly sweetened chevre and red currant sauce. Yum. That sounds amazing. Yes, it does. I'm going to have their eggs cardinal, which is crispy shrimp boudin, which I've never had, but I know is a... uh, a New Orleans area sausage that has rice in the mixture. Okay. But I've never had it before. Um, Spinach, lobster, and black truffle hollandaise is on that Mm. dish. I know. So yummy. This sounds amazing. And then I'm going to order... I could probably have stopped there because it's just breakfast, but I saw rabbit on the menu and I've never had rabbit before. Oh, yeah, me neither. So the dish is called rabbit rushing. It's fried... Fried Mississippi rabbit, creamed collards, eggs over easy, pickled pork, pickled Ooh. pork juice, jus, jus. Pork pickled juice? Pork. No, pickled pork jus, like the sauce, gravy. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to get a side of cheddar grits because I really like cheddar grits. And mm-hmm. also, even though it says, it says that you can have bananas foster, flambéed at your table, it says you have for, to have two people to do that. For breakfast? Mm-hmm. But um, even though it says two people, I'm just going to ask them please or possibly pay for it twice. I don't know what I have to do to have it right. one person. But that breakfast with tip and everything is $120. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, at that point, I'm going to do some walking around. There's some really beautiful... Um, churches to walk around because I'm already going to be in the French Quarter. So I'm going to walk around some churches, going to walk around and see some historic sites, that type of thing, but it's not going to cost any money. Okay. Therefore, the next thing I have to do is have lunch. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> and um, that's I'm going to pretend that I'm there on a Friday because okay. uh, at this place called Galatoire's, they have a famous Friday lunch. Um, mm. People stand in line from 8 a.m. For this lunch, you can um, ask your hotel concierge. It's kind of frowned upon, but there is a whole business of concierges hiring people to stand in line for their clients for this brunch. Yeah. 
Um, or lunch. It's lunch at Galatoire's. It's the Friday lunch fete. It's supposed to be super crazy and everyone is um, in a really good mood and there's lots of like talking to the next table and all that kind of stuff and everyone dresses up in their Sunday best. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so it's just a, it's kind of a tradition in New Orleans. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with lots of French 75s, which is a a gin and champagne drink that I like. I'm going to have the duck. What's it called? French 75. Oh, that sounds yummy. Oh, you'd love it. It has a little simple syrup, a little lemon. And then um, I'm going to have the duck crepe, which the only reason I picked this this dish, it's roasted mm-hmm. duck, a port cherry reduction, pistachios, and a homemade boursin cheese. Oh. And uh, you know that boursin cheese you can buy in the supermarket that's like yeah. the, with the herbs? They, yeah. They make it there. So oh. I have to have it. Yeah, of course. They also make a turtle soup which is a really popular New Orleans soup. I've never mm. had turtle. So. Yeah, me either. Wait, have I had turtle? No, I haven't. Have you? No, I haven't. So I'm going to have their turtle soup. And then okay. um, shrimp etouffee and cream spinach. My lunch, $91.80. Okay, so this is where the day gets a little creative in true Alison Burns style. Okay. So there, I was trying to think of things that I could do in New Orleans that didn't involve going to the bars and just drinking all day. Right. And... I realized that there was something I was really fascinated with. And so I'm going to do some tours. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the cemetery tour. Ooh. Right. But they're beautiful there. You know what I mean? Like they're just those old, gorgeous cemeteries and you can take a tour. Um, It's $30 a person for two hours, but I'm going to ask for a private tour. And I'm going to offer them $200 plus a $100 tip and hope that they take that. Nice. So here's the thing. There's a cemetery tour. I also want to go on the Spectral City Ghost Tour. Oof. Um, I would totally do that. Are, well, <laughs> these are a little too scary for me. Oh, really? So I'm, so I'm flying you to New Orleans to keep me company. <gasps> yes. <laughs> so it's going to cost $713 to fly you from Tampa to New Orleans first class. Oh, my <laughs> God. And then I got an Uber SUV um, for $100, $90 plus tip to take you from the airport over to the French Quarter where oh. you're going to meet me. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to go to Cafe Du Monde first. We're going to mm-hmm. get beignets and oh. coffees. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's super cheap. That's $16 for both of us. Okay. Um, and then you have to keep me company on the cemetery tour. Oh my <laughs> and gosh. And Special City Ghost Tour. The cemetery tour is $300. The Spectral City Ghost Tour is um, $25 each, and then it said call for pricing for private, so I'm just going to pretend it's $500. Oh, my gosh. Um, I feel like it'll be even more scary if it's private. I just don't. I know, but you know what it is, is that I'm such a Hufflepuff that when when I'm with a big group of people, I always stand in the back. To yeah. let other people stand in the front, and then I can never hear what's happening. And if I go to the front, I feel awkward and rude. Yeah. So it it's just worth it for me to pay and then be able to ask the questions I want and also be able to hear everything. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay, so we're going to go do the cemetery tour, which I think is going to be really beautiful. It's run by a society that um, is trying to restore all of the cemeteries. Okay. In New Orleans. So it's these are very respectful tours. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not 
you're not doing anything weird in the cemetery. You're like literally looking at the art. They talk about burial customs in New Orleans and and um, and death customs in New Orleans, and it's a very historical tour. Okay. And then the Spectral City Ghost Tour um, is. It goes through the city, and it ends at this house. I don't know what happened to my cut and paste. It ends at this house, which, from what I can tell, I don't watch American Horror Story, I but either. I think that, um, oh, what's her name? That really wonderful actress who was in Fried Green Tomatoes. In Fried Green Tomatoes. And Misery. She was in Misery, Fried Green Tomatoes. She's oh, great. Oh, um, starts with a D. It does? Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, anyway, she went to Amda. she played this lady, um, the real life lady. Kathy Bates. With, yes, Kathy Bates. Yes. It doesn't start um, with Kathy a D. Bates. I know, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, um, there was a lot of, like, fictionalization of the life of this woman but she does i think play this woman in american horror story okay um it's called the i want to say it's called the la la mansion the la 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 something this is where that tour ends okay and it is a horrific story like i i looked it up and immediately i was like oh i think i need um i think that i need allison to come with me oh no to New Orleans. Yeah, it's just the the woman who lived there that it's named after um, was not a very nice woman. And basically what happened is there was a fire. Okay. Uh, and when there was a fire, they went into the house and they discovered all of this stuff that she had done to people. Oh, no. So, yeah. And, and unfortunately, the art, it's called the LaLaurie Mansion. Okay. LaLaurie. L-A- it's like the word Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, with la in front of it, and it's one word. If you if you're interested, look it up. If you're not interested, don't look it up. <laughs> right. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just don't do it. Um her name was Delphine LaLori. Okay. Um oh yeah, it's just a terrible story. But anyway, the it, it culminates at that um at that house, you don't go inside it. You just go outside it. But it's kind of one of those things that the story is really terrible, but it's also worthwhile to know that people, <sighs> not that people are that terrible, but that people can like live lives where you have no idea they're being mean because she was particularly mean to her slaves. Right. Um, so I, I do think it's it's useful to know about it. Yeah. But it was a it was a tough read. So yeah. Anyway, um, you have that's why you have to come with me to all of that. Stuff. Uh, yeah. And in return, I'm going to take you to dinner. Well, we're going to okay. <laughs> we're going to go to dinner at Trinity. And the really fun part about this is that I was like, "What would Allison like to eat?" And then I thought, "I'm just going to order for her, and she won't get <gasps> to choose." See? So the fact that you just went through this is really funny. That's awesome. So first of all, you have no choice in the matter. They have five different ways of oysters there, and we're ordering all of them. Oh, my God, yes. They have them raw, broiled, baked, smoked, and fried. All of those okay. oysters are coming to the table. We're getting crispy pork belly. Mm. We're getting a baked Harrison cow's milk cheese from Jasper Hill Creamery. That oh. comes with fruit and crackers. That's yummy. 
Um, because everything that we're eating is really fatty, we're also going to get a hydroponic mixed green salad. Oh, good. <laughs> um, blackened lamb chops and lamb merguez, because you said you've never had lamb before. I've never had lamb, correct. And then whole grilled lou de mer, which I had to look up because to me, the word lou, L-O-U-P, means wolf. And I didn't understand why a wolf, this is kind of like when you were talking about the fruits de mer. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, why would be why would be a sea wolf? That doesn't make any sense. It's what they call branzino, the fish branzino. Oh, okay. So we have a fish. We have a thing. I'm getting a bottle of 2014 Opus One, mm. which is the first fancy wine I ever had in my life. Oh, really? Um, That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, um, I will always just love Opus One. Uh, so that dinner for both of us. Is eight hundred and sixty five dollars and twenty cents. Oh, wait! I skipped all the sides and the and the dessert. Sorry. Oh. We also got all the sides they have on the menu. Okay. French fries, <laughs> French fries with buttermilk aioli, roasted butternut squash, crawfish and fontina beignets, grilled zucchini and parmigiano, and mm. then for dessert we split two. Um, red wine poached pear with goat cheese ice cream. Yum. That to me sounds amazing and then also a chocolate bar and raspberry sorbet we got two espresso martinis and and now this it and that's why it's 865 dollars and 20 cents so we've now had well we've had a bottle of wine we've had two martinis and the night is not over my friend so we're going to snug jazz club in new orleans um there's a cover charge this is called, the New York Times called this place the classiest jazz club in New Orleans, Aww. which to me meant that we would get to sit down. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's what it means, but to me, it just sounded like. But, hey, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, it, they also says, it, oh, the, the, the website also says, um, Snug, the name of the place is Snug. Snug attracts a crowd of avid listeners. So if you ignore the band and chatter, expect to get shushed. Oh. And I was like, this is absolutely where I want to go listen to music. Yeah. Shush people. Um, it's actually called Snug Harbor, Snug Harbor Jazz Club. That's so awesome. the cover's $30 each, $60. Okay. Plus we'll get a drink each at $15 each. So it's 96 bucks for both of us. That's Hey, that's good. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go back to our hotel, my hotel, Mm-hmm. But I have a suite, so don't worry. You can like perfect. Um, and the bar in the hotel is also known as one of the best jazz clubs in the city. It's nice. called the Carousel Bar. It's been there since 1949. It's a bar with you know when you go to a merry-go-round and they have the top with all the lights. Yeah, that's installed over the bar, and the whole bar revolves. Oh wow. Yeah, it's called the Carousel Bar. Um, it says patrons circumnavigate at one revolution every 15 minutes. So we're going to have um, two cocktails each okay. of the Sazerac, which is rye and bitters and simple syrup and, oh, I should have looked this up, something called what looks like an English herb saint, but I'm suspecting is French and would be absinthe maybe i don't know what that is yeah be an ingredient the louisiana legislature in 2008 declared the sazerac the official cocktail of new orleans oh 
So we have to have it. Yes. That's what we have to have. And also, because we've now drunk a lot, we're also getting two Cuban sandwiches from the late night menu. definitely. Bread. (laughs) So our bill at the carousel bar is $86.40. Nice. And um, now my total for New Orleans is $6,830.13. Oh, so we're both in the 6,000 range. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But I think it sounds like a really fun day. Yeah, I think that's a great day. Thanks. Yeah, we should definitely look into tickets to New Orleans. Uh, Well, it's not that expensive if you don't fly first class. I just flew you fancy. Yeah. And I mean, (laughs) I I would be up for just the beignets and coffee. Let's just do that. All right. Well... We'll find out what happens. Keep keep listening, you guys, to see if we actually go to New Orleans. We're trying to plan something. I know. Um, uh, Actually, this might be a good thing to ask all of you listeners. We think that we have two to three days that Allison and I can get away and do a trip. Mm -hmm. And if anybody has any suggestions of where we can go pretend to feel like we're 10K but not actually pay 10K prices. Right. we will absolutely take your advice. You can always email us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. We have a Facebook page. But help us brainstorm, you guys, because we're, we don't know where we're going to go yet. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is the 10K section. And I think Ooh, we both did really well. I think we did, too. Yeah. I mean, we didn't hit. We both came in under seven. Yes. But they're jam-packed days and creative days. Yeah. So, that's and all you could ask yeah, for. and you just have to Google this village. Like, it's just stunning. It's so pretty. Yeah, and you can not Google the Lalori Mansion. Right. Ooh, you know what? We should go on your birthday. We can go on my birthday. Like, leave May twenty first because May twentieth. Well, you can talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> I I forgot we were recording for a second. <laughs> you thought we were just on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> I was like fully about to talk about my calendar. (laughs) Okay, well, going back to the podcast, um, do you have a charity? I do have a charity. Um, So the charity that I found is called, and I do believe it's pronounced neighbor.com, but it's spelled N-A-B-U-U-R, but it's an online volunteering platform And it was actually the only one that I found that was in uh, the actual village of Guythorn, or at least, I don't know if it was started there. It was hard for me to find out a lot of information on it, but it definitely, um, on their website, has, you know, this village listed as where it is, you know, used. And it's really cool. It's It's an online volunteering platform that links online volunteers from Guythorn Village to other communities across the world, like in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. And they that con- is really cool. Yeah, they connect through this website, and then they learn about each other, and they share ideas, and they find solutions to local issues. And it says everyone has something to offer, and then everything is done online. So you just get to communicate and talk to each other about what's working in your community, uh, mm-hmm. what could we do to help our community here or help you. So it's just basically linking people throughout the world um, wow. Yeah, and so it's N-A-B-U-U-R dot com. That's such Neighbor. a smart way for a little town yeah. 
to learn things without com- without compromising bringing other people in. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like that that's really cool. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. What was yours? That is really nice. Mine is um actually it is save our cemeteries in New oh, Orleans. Well, which that's is, fitting. Well, it's act it's the group that we're taking the walking tour with. Okay, great. And it's um it's a nonprofit organization. It's dedicated to the preservation, promotion, and protection of the historic cemeteries of New Orleans through restoration, education, and advocacy. So they restore abandoned tombs. They do cemetery cleanups and maintenance projects. They um, the walking tours fund their work. Cool. Um, they do educational lectures. They do seminars, um, and it really is just to kind of preserve a really special part of their city and. Also, it gets people talking about the traditions that aren't as obvious or as prevalent as they used to be. Yeah. You know, um, because New Orleans has such a unique personality, I think. Mm -hmm. There's no other place that has the traditions that New Orleans does. So I like that they have focused on the cemeteries and, and the rituals around passing to kind of, um, highlight the uniqueness of New Orleans. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Save our cemeteries. So before we go into happies, um, I just want to do a little correction okay. to my Shanghai day. Uh-oh. Which was two episodes ago, okay. our live episode. Um, first of all, I screamed through that entire 10K day, so I apologize <laughs> to everyone. We were all hyped up, and we had an audience, and we had just done a concert, and then it was like... I was just screaming, screaming. Um, however, I, I really misrepresented how cool that hotel was because I had cut and paste way too many paragraphs and oh, not really okay. prepared what I was going to say. And then I was just like jumping around looking for nouns. I don't know if that ever happens to you, but it <laughs> just happened to me. So the actual name of the hotel is Capella Shanghai. Okay. And the villa is the Shikumen. I really hope I'm pronouncing that close to correctly, Shakuman Deluxe Villa. But what Shakuman actually is, is that this is a neighborhood that was built in the 30s. And all of these houses, um, all of these houses are very similar to each other. They're two-story houses, and they were for the wealthy, um, the wealthy people in the 1930s in Shanghai. That whole neighborhood has now been turned into the resort, and you live in the houses. Oh, Okay. So the courtyards and the stone arches and the doorways are um, representative of that particular neighborhood. So it just kind of looks like you're living in a very fancy 1930s Shanghai neighborhood while you're living in this hotel. Um, I just wanted to say it because I feel like it's something historic and I really got all the facts wrong. And (laughs) when I was like looking through it again, I was like, oh, I think I need to like talk about this. Um, (laughs) So anyway, that's the that's the thing, and and I'm sorry for anyone who thought I screamed in Shanghai in the Shanghai episode. You're right. I think uh, it just showed our excitement. I, it didn't feel wrong at the time. No, I think it was fine. I it mean, just, listening so, back, I was like, "Whoa, we were excited. We were very excited. We were definitely in performance mode for yeah, sure. Totally. Uh, what's your happy? Um, I have a really, really, really good happy. Okay. And I can't wait to tell you. And I've been saving it to tell you on the podcast. Oh. 
So okay. yesterday, uh, we got our tax return back, uh-huh. which was great. Uh-huh. And Chris and I immediately decided that we were going to spend the money. <laughs> and uh-huh. we bought two tickets to Hawaii. <gasps> You didn't tell me until just now? (laughs) I had to tell you on the podcast because it's travel. Oh, my gosh. When are you going? July 31st. For how long? For six days. And where where are you going to stay? Well, I've only – because we didn't get that much money back. So we bought the tickets, and then I bought the first three days. We're going to – we did an Airbnb that's in a treehouse. It's gorgeous, though. Oh, my goodness. It's, like, up in a tree. Like, you can't – the lady wrote me, and she was like, you can't even blow dry your hair. Like, it's all solar um, energy, and you can't use anything. Like, that sucks a lot of energy. She was like, there's little piglets that'll come visit you at the bottom of the (laughs) treehouse. So we did three nights there. And then I have to save some more money, and we're going to do the the last three nights at, like, a resort. So we're going to do, like, three nights of roughing it and then three nights of, like, you know, luxury. I'm so excited. That's incredible. Yeah, and you know, I've never been anywhere. <laughs> so like Which which part of Hawaii are you going to? We're going to we're flying into Kona. Mhm. Um and then the Airbnb, I have to see. It's in it's near that. It's like in 45 minutes from the airport, but it's in the middle of the island. So it's not by the water. It's like by the lava fields. Um Ugh. Lava fields. You know how I feel about that. I know. I'm so well, excited. Well, you know, Kona is where all those coffee plantations are. Yeah. Um. Here, let me see what the it's at. It's Mountain View is, I guess, technically the city. Mountain View, Hawaii. Oh, I'm so excited yeah. for you. And it's like it in, says it's your own private treehouse in the lush native Ohio trees, um, enchanting romance, solitude, aloha. I'm so excited. <laughs> Way. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. I know, I'm so excited. Um, That's an awesome happy. Yeah, so I put a countdown on, you know how you can like do one of those digital countdowns or whatever, so I have a countdown mm-hmm. on my phone now, so I'm like, it's like four months until Hawaii. Oh, that's great. It's going to be like a second honeymoon for you guys. Yeah, I mean our first one was just in Orlando, so. <laughs> so it's like your first honeymoon. Yeah. I know, I'm oh, so excited. So good. Um, we should have ended on your happy because <laughs> you have to, I'm going to send you, I have to send you a picture of the bathroom in this tree house. Yes, please. It's so cool. Um, I'm going to tell you what my happy is, but we really should have ended on yours. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> my happy is that I don't have a middle seat on my way to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great happy. Yeah, it's a real happy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. Okay, I can't wait to talk about this more with you offline, you know, when we're not just on, on the podcast. I know. But um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in once again. This was episode, what was this, 16? Episode 16, 16. Yeah. I can't believe we've Sweet been doing 16. this for 16 weeks. So cool. And we will see you next week. You know what they say. With friends like us. Who needs amenities?